up next, we'll hear from 100.3 The Bulls' Erin Austin as she highlights the Houston Area Urban League. They are one of the organizations that Comcast has partnered with for Comcast Cares Day. Well, good morning and welcome to another edition of Ion Houston. I'm Aaron Austin from 100.3 The Bull and joining me this morning from the Houston Area Urban League is President and CEO Judson Robinson III. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be here on The Bull. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know what? We uh, are having you in for various reasons, but let's first off and start off. I think a lot of us know what the the Houston Area Urban League, we've heard of it, but we don't necessarily know what it is so let's talk about who you guys are what you guys do and uh and all the areas that you help out in the community great well the urban league was founded out of a need quite frankly uh to help people who were moving from uh the southern parts of our country into the northern parts back at the turn of the century uh back when uh there was a need for people to work in the textile mills and the steel mills and various factories that you know there was a shortage of labor Mm-hmm. And so there was a program, if you will, put together to help move uh, people who were uh, rural into these northern cities. Um, a railroad baroness and a social worker got together and figured out if the railroad baroness's husband could pay for the guys and gals to take the rail lines up north, mm-hmm. that they could then get a job and work to pay the cost of the transportation off over time. And uh, it, it was also you know, creating a way in which it would create some synergy and order. Because mm-hmm. you had people getting there one way or the other, uh, but certainly if you could help them and then be kind of predisposed once they got there about what we're going to do. So there was a need for training. Uh, there was a need for a kind of urban socialization. There was a need to find out where, you know, this is the turn of the century, so it wasn't any old hospital that an African-American could walk into. They had to find places yeah. where people could live, where they could work, where they could seek uh, shelter and get the type of uh, medical care they need places for uh, them to come together as as community. And so there had to be some organization that worked to kind of create this this order. And so the Urban League was founded as that organization to be a hub, if you will, for people to come, get anchored, and then dispersed into a modern American as, as it's become today. So as we are today, what is, uh, I mean, what are some of the big things that you guys do in the modern world? I know you guys, I mean, we have, you guys have tons of programs. Sure. So, and I, and I do want to touch on some of those. Right. I mean, what is the one that you're probably most proud of or is one of the biggest that people gravitate towards? Well, home buying is always a big deal. Trying to make sure that people know the ins and outs of, a, of affording that first home, saving up for it, knowing what all that stack of paper is that you're signing mm-hmm. uh, when you when you acquire that home there's a lot <laughs> what your responsibilities and obligations are you know saving for your taxes your homeowner association your fees all those things uh, we send send people through a course when they go through this class it's an all-day session we help them with uh, establishing their credit making sure it's, it's in good shape and again all the things that a person needs to know about buying a home uh, we come in and bring them back for a one-on-one counseling session and really kind of go through some of the more delicate issues of, mm-hmm. of your financial Finances, and then uh, we give them a certificate that says they've been, you know, certified to, to buy a home and know what the heck they're doing. Yeah. And when they do that, oftentimes the city may have a, a discount program so that they're able to actually uh, show the certificate, and that applies to any type of programs that offer some type of financial assistance 
so that they can get in, you know, deal with their with their down payment. Oh, uh, so you know, if it's ten or fifteen thousand dollars to get into the house, and the city offers some type of discount against that ten or fifteen, that's less upfront cash that a person has to come up with. So and very know, helpful. Yeah, too. absolutely. So you know, in going back to how we started uh, again, housing was a was a big deal, making sure that, and it's still a big deal today, and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons that urban leagues kind of spread throughout the country. Uh, we were formed in 1968, by the way, but it was because uh, there was a need in these major metropolitan areas for things like housing and job training and workforce development and entrepreneurship training, which is one of our big programs today, as a matter of fact. So okay. we, we've got lots of young people. We have a cohort of about 40, pe- 40 people who are currently in a class mm-hmm. uh, that are going through you know, all the ins and outs, again, of startup to eventually selling your business and retiring on your island in, t- in Tahiti or wherever it is yeah. people do. But, well, God, yeah. that's it. I mean, it's like, wow, maybe I need to take that entrepreneur You're class. You're welcome to come. Yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. So, I mean, some of the programs I'm looking at, you've got the Economic Empowerment Center. Right. It, it, explain to me what that is. So, we're located at 1301 Texas downtown, mm-hmm. uh, and that is primarily our, our administrative office. It's also the Empowerment Center. So this is where we host the classes. Uh, this is where we have an incubator where we have several small businesses that actually lease out space in the building itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in an O2 zip code. You have access to the boardroom, the Wi-Fi, uh, the small conference rooms, the, the whole bit. It's like you have an office right in the downtown central business district. Okay. And at the Entrepreneurship Center, again, we host these classes where we train people about, you know, how do I take my barbecue stand from... You know, being that little pl- that little thing on the corner to one day actually having brick and mortar, and you know how does the whole uh, supply chain work of getting the meat to the to the place in time to cook, getting the you know getting it distributed all out. We go through all that with people at no so charge, helpful, no yeah. charge, right? So that's why you know this organization is so important to our community because it helps to create equity. You know, it gives people information, gives them an opportunity to learn something without there always being a cost associated. We're not a community college. We're not a, you know, a nonprofit where you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the home buyers class is the only thing we charge for, and that's $25. Again, we're talking to Judson Robinson III, president and CEO of the Houston Area Urban League. He is joining this, joining us this morning, talking about the, the league and what they do, and uh, we're going to be touching on some of the events that they've got coming up here in just a few minutes. But let's go ahead and let's talk about the education and youth development. You have, like I said, you guys have so many great resources and programs and obviously starting off young uh, Mm -hmm. and having them become great adults is very important. So what uh, what does that include? Well, what we do is we go into the uh, middle and high schools uh, in the Sunnyside area of Houston. Mm -hmm. uh, And that's one of the most underserved, impossible neighborhoods in our community in Houston. And so we try to make sure that we provide the educational supports that are necessary to help the kids graduate uh, from high school and also, you know, be promoted to the next level. Yeah. We had 1,380 some odd children uh, last year that participated in our programs and all of them were promoted to the next grade level. 90% of the high school seniors that are involved with Urban League, they graduate. I was with my mentee just yesterday. We were out shopping for uh, a tuxedo for his prom mm-hmm. because he's, you know, he's going to graduate. Yeah. And he's going to go to HCC and he's going to do well. He wants to be a welder and we have relationships where we can help get them in into the various uh, opportunities. And, and But again, it's really about 
It's about exposure. It's about information. It's about making sure that someone's there to help you with your homework. It's about making sure that we're, you know, teaching the parents, you know, what their obligations are to those children, how the brain synapses are at ages four and five versus, you know, waiting until you're 16 to try to start helping a young person. If you can get them to thinking real early, as studies have shown, this is the time to teach them the importance of literacy and reading. So our hope is that we'll be involved from the very early stages of our young parents and our children's life because we have programs to go, as you mentioned, all the way through acquiring a home. Yeah. But, you know, if you can't read, if you can't write, all the other programs are going to be very difficult for you to to really latch on to because those are the fundamental uh, learning blocks. And the parent is the first teacher that our children have. So we spend a lot of time making sure that the parents understand their role and the importance of what those tangible things are that they have to do to make sure that their child is on a on a pathway to success. And when we talk about success, you've got, you know, workforce training. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. Is there certain lines of work that you talk more about or train more in that area? Well, you know, Houston is booming. Uh, we have lots of, of uh, work in this city. Of course, the, the hourly jobs of working in a restaurant is fine, and that's where a lot of the employment, that's why you know unemployment is 4%, because there are just so many jobs these days. But, you know, to really have a livable wage, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's our goal. We want to try to see if we can place people making, you know, between 17 and $20 an hour. We have a really strong sweet spot in the construction area. Uh, whereby we can actually train people, give them a a transportable certification that once they go through our class, that they can take anywhere in the continental U.S. And, uh, you know, you have to devote some time, obviously. You come to the course. It is uh, several weeks of your time, a full day. But but you can complete our classes in a much shorter time. And again, at no charge. And well, and I was going to say several <laughs> weeks is a lot better than several years. That's so right. Or there's a semester. That. Yeah. You know? And, and uh, not to, we, we love our junior colleges, our community colleges, but, you know, a lot of times people don't have the time or money. Mm-hmm. And so they can, you know, maybe a couple months worth of time. Sure. One day a week. Sure. But to give that amount of time often is not possible. Yeah. So we can not only help people get the training, but, you know, we also have a placement rate of about 80 percent once they go through our course. Well, that's awesome. And all these programs that we're talking about, um, you know, one thing we we haven't really touched on is who can get these? How do they get involved to receive some of these benefits? Yeah, who who's it open to? Well, you know, Houston is one of the, it is the most diverse city in the country, right? Yeah. And so when the Urban League was formed, it was obviously formed for a population of people who were moving from, you know, slavery to opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those days have passed. Uh, what we're now seeing is just people who need opportunity. So be they men or women, uh, young people, black, white, brown, doesn't matter. Those are the folks that we're starting to see uh, more and more in our communities is the immigrant population and just people who, for whatever reason, they need to, you know, they want to make the $38,000 a year that we can give them if they go through our training program to to work in construction. You know, they want to buy the home. Uh, They want to retain the home. We have a a fabulous program whereby for persons, you know, having some financial challenges and the mortgage is due and they're having challenges paying it. We have certified housing counselors that are certified by HUD, the Department of, of Housing and Urban Development. And they are there to work with your lender, with your bank, to make sure. Last year, at about um, 
about $125,000 per home, we saved 47 homes. That's a $5.5 million economic impact to our community. That is huge. Yeah. So, you know, that's people. and, And when you talk about breaking up a home, you're talking about you know, jeopardizing a family and all kinds of other things. So there, yeah, this is I mean, really important. So much that goes along with that, losing a home. I mean, and I'm sure there was a lot of that right around uh, after Harvey. Absolutely. Yeah. And we were very fortunate during Harvey in that, you know, a lot of, you know, you saw the J.J. Watts and others mm-hmm. who were really pumping some money into the community to try to make sure that nonprofits like ourselves we're able to, you know, work with our existing clients because, again, a lot of these, a lot of these folks are the people that we already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're already in these uh, low living areas. Uh, they were impacted by the storm, as well as our friends, who, you know, who who were not in the low line areas who got hit by the overflow of the dams. You yeah, know? I mean, so so we had that issue as well, but. You know, we put out about $350,000 into the hands of people that needed it, thanks to our partners in Houston who, you know, trusted the Urban League to make sure it got into the hands of the people who needed it most. Yeah, and sometimes I think uh, a lot of people don't know where to go for help. So, uh, you know, one place that you can go, obviously, is the Houston Area Urban League. The website is H-A-U-L. Dot org Hall. Yeah, right. very easy. Um, <laughs> and that's also the website you can go to if you want to get involved. I mean, you guys have plenty of opportunities for people to to help out, uh, donate, become a member. Correct. Um, what is becoming an urban leaguer? What does that mean? Our urban leaguers, they are volunteers in an auxiliary of the Urban League. Uh, they're called the Young Professionals, and they do different wonderful things for this community every week, mm-hmm. right? So they all are members and volunteers of kind of, a, you know, a side organization, if you will, of okay. the Urban League. Uh, we do the brick and mortar work every day. That's what we do. But our volunteers, for example, they'll be working with Covenant House this week when they do uh, Comcast Cares Days. So they'll be with their volunteers helping the folks that are already volunteering via Comcast mm-hmm. uh, that day to help add more muscle to get whatever the, ob- the obligation is that day accomplished, right? Okay. So, you know, if it's um, voting, if it's uh, helping to um, assist one of our departments with a health fair or something of that nature, that's where our volunteers come come into play okay. and help the community, again, you know, kind of do better. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have the Urban League Young Professionals. And we have the Urban League Guild. The young professionals are pretty much the 20 to 40-year-old groups. I'm just on the edge of that. Just barely missed it. (laughs) (laughs) She can see me. That's why she's laughing. (laughs) That's not true. The other group is the the Guild. So that's the 40-plus group, which some might say I probably would fit better in that group. (laughs) So, um, uh, But but both of those organizations are, and they're really there to kind of work within the things that are important to their age demographic. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said, voting, you know, is really important to the 21 issues that will affect them and their families as they move forward. So making sure that candidates are well screened, we really know what their platforms are. We're nonpartisan, so we don't pick candidates. Okay. We want to make sure we hear from uh, those who are going to be representing us and and, uh, all of us, right? Yeah. So that's a a big area for for them. And, um, you know, speaking out against, um, you know, civil injustice, Mm-hmm. You know, when we think things are not right and that impacts uh, any particular group, we want to make sure that that's brought to people's attentions. And the Guild, you know, they're they're helping us with um, the diabetes awareness. And if 
if if you look at any study out there about disparities, unfortunately, African-Americans kind of lead the way, be it in health or education or economics. Did you know, for example, that the average median income mm-hmm. for an African-American family median is about uh, $3,600 compared to our white counterparts, which is about $175,000. Wow. Yeah, it's really it's really amazing when you really kind of dig into some of these facts. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's really, uh, it explains, you know, why we have so many problems because people need resources to overcome challenges that they face over the course of a lifetime. So well, that's why we do what we do. Well, that's why we try to get involved before, you know, people have to uh, interface with the criminal justice system or mm-hmm. they have to interface with, you know, a housing crisis or a health crisis. So if we can get people information on the front end, then it saves all of us on the back end because I'm not having to pay for all those things that, you know, if they just had a little bit more information, they got into the right school, they got into the right job, they you know, learned to exercise a little bit, they learned to eat right. Mm, yeah. You know, all these things that cause us down the road – Uh, We can avoid that. So it's worth the effort for sure. Yeah. Again, the website is Hall, H-A-U-L dot org for the Houston Area Urban League. And uh, we're we're talking with Judson Robinson, president and CEO. And uh, you guys you guys have some uh, events coming up. So I thought we should talk about those on May 18th. If you are a first time homebuyer, you guys have a work that workshop that we touched Mm -hmm. on earlier. That's coming up. Mm hmm. And then on June the 15th, it's uh, your 51st Equal Opportunity Day Gala. That's how we pay for all this stuff, right? There you go. Well, and obviously donors and donations as well. But yeah, uh, why don't you talk about that? Can anybody go to this? How do do people get involved with that? Yeah, yeah. No, it's welcome. And, you know, this is where we sell the the big fancy tables and that type Mm -hmm. of thing. And, And we try to get our corporate donors who really understand the importance of a person who works. Because a person who works is a person who's in a position to buy something, right? Yeah. Be that a home or whatever the case may be. So corporations understand the importance of our work. And so this is their opportunity to help support us at this event. But of course, individuals are welcome too. Uh, we have individual tickets for $300 or anything that you can that you can um, come up with to help us is appreciated. But once a year, we just kind of stop the presses. You know, we work, work, work for 364 days, then this one day, we say, okay, now it's time to take a breath, uh, acknowledge our supporters, and also to raise some money so that we can continue to do the work that, we, that we've that we been doing. So uh, June 15, we'll be at the Hilton America's Hotel. It's where we always go. Last year was our 50th. It was outstanding. We we broke a record in terms of funds raised last oh, year. So amazing. So it's just wonderful. This year, there's been so much, so much uh, focus on an area that, that we should have been focusing on a lot more intently. Uh, over the years, but this year's focus is on women and leadership mm-hmm. and just a tremendous, uh, outstanding contributions they've made to this community and nationwide as well, but but to, to really kind of recognize them. So it's, it's an all-female cast of all the honorees. Uh, we're even trying to get make sure that the entertainment is it, it's all it's all women band if we can find it. To, nice. You know, I like so, it. So uh, we're excited, but we've got some outstanding leaders who We'll be doing everything from the keynote to the Legacy Trailblazer Awards. The honorary chairs are both outstanding women in our community. Companies such as HEB and Centerpoint playing major roles uh, with us this year. Some of our honorees are uh, persons like Vanessa Weich, 
who uh, is the first African-American female deputy director at NASA. It's never been done before. Lena Hidalgo, who, you know, new to the office and the judges out there having to deal with with those types of issues. But that's, you know, when you're the the county point person, uh, she's the judge and that's what she had to do. Dancy Ware, one of the neat things about Dancy that many people don't recognize, she has one of the best public relations firms in the country. Uh, there was a time when people didn't think about Galveston and Mardi Gras. She was one of the people that worked with uh, George Mitchell to kind of put that whole thing on the map. And so we've had some women that really changed the landscape and set new set new milestones in this community. I mean, Vanessa, you know, I'd, I've known her for 20 years, and now she is, you know, I just can't believe she's where she is at NASA. She's the mm-hmm. deputy administrator. That just doesn't happen. She's yeah. Got, thousands and thousands of employees you know that this so anyway we're, we're excited about that and we just want to give a moment we, we'll get about 900 people in the room uh, we'll have a nice party but for the most part it's, it's to really thank our supporters and to recognize some fantastic people who've done fantastic things for a number of years our keynote speaker is going to be uh, dr uh, charletta guillory she's a neonatal perinatal public health official she is a uh, a director of the program at Texas Children's Hospital. And so she's going to tell us about, you know, what it's like to, to take life in your hands and, and make it happen, right? So we're excited. <laughs> well, again, that is, uh, that the gala is coming up on June the 15th. Of course, you can find more info at the website, hall, H-A-U-L dot org. Well, uh, Judson, thank you so much for coming in. You have given us so much information about what the Houston Area Urban League does. If, if you want to get involved, if you want to donate, if you need more information about any of the programs that we discussed, again, the website is hall, H-A-U-L dot org. And thank you again for coming in and talking to us this morning. It's been an honor. Thank you. We'll come back. Make sure to tag all your social media, hashtag Comcast Cares Day, so everyone can see how you're helping to make a difference in our community. And we'll be right back with more Eye on Houston.